Folks, how about Kendall Jenner and their um, trans mask non-binary? Okay. Is that that's, it? Is that the that's, the ex- that's the extent of it, yes. That really I, gave me a whole lot to yes and there. You're just kind of like... You know, um, yeah. If you have Does she still do the Pepsi commercial or... Do they? Or he? Sorry. Do they? Sorry. Uh, you didn't trans say mask. what pronouns Ken Doll no. Jenner was using, so I think no. trans mask non-binary. A trans mask non-binary could still use she/her pronouns if she, if she or he or they wanted to, or it. Um, <laughs> well, we if I they because if, if they're reclaiming the it pronoun, sure, um, but probably probably shouldn't. I feel like we talk about someone's reclaiming identity. That. I feel like we talk about gender identity more than any other true crime podcast. <laughs> well, which you know, because society forcing do. gender upon us—that's the real crime. If you think about it, don't think too hard. Uh, <laughs> sure. Did you did you uh, listen I to the uh, the solo coach episode? I did listen to the solo coach episode. Folks, how was that? Have you, you listened? Um, I was <laughs> a little bit offended that you think I would barn dog out, but understandable. Again, I, I said I I reframed it in a positive you did. way. You did. So I would like the and the record does show that. I yes. As soon it as does. I said it, I immediately covered my own ass. So <laughs> you <laughs> said it, and then you said it a second time, and then clarified and covered your ass but the first time you said it you just left it you let it hang in the air well i thought it went without Which... saying and then i realized it did go <laughs> with saying it's fine um i i don't know why you think i have more to lose i guess because i have a wife you know you got you got I'm like, like a wife. my wife was i don't i mean not really I have a job that I don't. I have a job that's much less um, high stakes than yours. That's true. I just but, I do have a yeah. family that Google's my name. Um, yeah. I'd rather them not see me talk about Hitler's dick for an hour and forty five minutes. Well, I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> it's absolutely true. Um, yeah, so that's, that's why I would, uh, I would have anything to lose is my family yeah. might Google me. And if they ever Google Mine, me, who boy, I'm gone. Well, luckily no one's going to Google this. And then my real name is, is so ungoogleable to find me that. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty bulletproof. You're fine. Still, You're do fine. you believe in tarot cards or readings? No, I don't. But yeah, I did I, have. I... Gone. You have a thing. okay. I have a thing. That's why. Would the fuck would I ask this um, <laughs> if I didn't have something you have a thing to, talk to about. say? Yeah. Well, because I, I still don't. To be clear, I still don't <laughs> believe in them. Okay, but. Um, I sent like a meme to my ex because she's gotten into tarot cards. It's like the meme where it's like, um, uh, it's like a, a clip of like a onion article. It's like friend with least amount of shit together. Now reading tarot cards, if you're interested. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, and she's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, let me do a tarot card reading for you. And I was like, whatever. Sure. sure. And so, you know, she, she did it. And I, and I was like, or maybe there is something to this. This is pretty. <laughs> this is pretty spot on. Um, so I don't know. If she did if there's different kinds of readings, but she only used three cards of like I a past, a present, and future. 
yeah, spread. None of them were major arcana, which I thought was honestly a little offensive. I feel like I'm deserving of the major arcana, not the fucking did you get minor cards, a, but whatever. Did you get a reverse death card? I didn't. That, those are major. No. So I didn't get any of those, but I got, I, so I I'm just going to read, I'm going to read this yeah. to, to the, to the cast, to the audience. And they're going to be I'm like, oh boy. Um, so the past was an upside down two of swords. And mm-hmm. I'm just reading what exactly what she told me. So in the past, you felt a lot of imbalance. So maybe happiness that didn't last or things that didn't truly make you happy. You might even feel disconnected from your happiness. Oh, because the question I asked, the question I asked was, am I going to be happy within a year or something? Because I couldn't think of anything. And I was like, well, I'm not happy, clearly, obviously. So let's just ask that. Um, uh, Your past has been an uphill struggle to achieve happiness. You felt that maybe you weren't worthy or deserving of happiness. And I'm like, okay, sure. Not too far off, but whatever so the present is an upside pretty generic uh but present is upside down ten of cups this is where it gets a little bit uncomfortable um so you're searching for happiness within your relationships which may be backfiring you're currently struggling with a lot of broken relationships which are affecting your happiness Uh, you may feel a sense of incompleteness in your relationships you may feel neglected by others and those you love and are searching for closeness with. You may even feel misalignment with others where you feel as though you can never truly connect with others, which is reinforcing the happiness, or I guess it should be unhappiness, but whatever. Um, so, you know, like the whole yeah. last, you know, year and a half, year is it possible of- that, is it possible that the tarot cards have been listening to the show? <laughs> yeah, has she just been listening to the podcast and then <laughs> just telling me everything that I've said back? Um, and the future is oh, the, the, the present was an upside down ten of cups. The f- future is a page of wands. Um, Wand which that one's not as that's that one's not as interesting. It's just um, I should focus on creative endeavors. Uh, and find a sense of happiness within instead of looking for others, which I think is to say, give up on the apps, I think was the the yeah. moral of that tarot card. But I'm not going to. Perhaps, um, perhaps um, like a famous podcaster, a friend of the show, you will find a bay through the podcast. I don't think that's going to happen. No that's bays fair. are listening to this. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. We got we got a, a decent spike on our, our Zodiac episode. Our clickbait worked. Well, we got some more clickbait for you this episode, I'm sure. This episode. Or very gonna have major current bait. events. Yeah. That seems to be the, the way to do it. It's just <laughs> Yeah. Current events. Clickbait. That's yeah. what people love. They only love current events. If this episode was named um, Patton Oswald killed his wife? Question mark, question mark. Question mark. <laughs> I don't know about that many question marks. It's a bit bit excessive. Um, nobody's listening to that. Nobody's like, who? What? Patton? The general? Yeah, people don't like it when you... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, fair enough. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. People so, don't like it when you when you suggest that he killed his his true crime. I mean, it makes perfect sense though. Well, rather, Hillary killed his wife, and then he killed Epstein. Mm-hmm. Mutually it's, assured destruction, kind of a thing. You know, I scratch. Yeah, your back, you scratch mine, sort of a deal. It's it's kind of there's the a lot to consider. Murder. Yeah. How would you commit the perfect murder? I wouldn't. I wouldn't murder anybody. And if I was, I certainly wouldn't share it on the air. (laughs) Look, I would never. I'm a pacifist. I'm a lover, not a fighter. But if I had to kill somebody and get away with it. And get away with it. Check this out. Foolproof strategy. Mm. Join the army, baby. And you just you just want to kill. You don't have to kill anybody specifically. You would just kill I somebody. Guess, yeah. And then this is a larger bit to be like, you know, war is murder and bad. War is murder and bad. Um, wow. How insightful. I, I didn't want to. 
I didn't want to just describe a way on how to kill somebody, but I had gone too far in the bit, so loophole that committed. Yeah. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't join the army, folks. If you're listening, don't do it. Don't Unless, do you know, you, it anybody. costs money to eat. Do whatever you want, you know, as long as it's legal. I'm not condoning anybody committing any crimes, but like, you know. Yeah. Make your well, own decisions. You, Don't listen to us. Unless we're asking you to subscribe crimes. to the Patreon. <laughs> and then listen to us. Or purchase a sponsor today's video. And then this is where we would have an ad an ad break if anybody wanted to um to sponsor yeah. us. Um, yeah. Yankee Candle. Reach out. Slide in those DMs. I would love to sponsor Yankee Candle. Great. I feel like they don't sponsor. They're great. I'm a huge fan. I feel like they don't need the advertising. They don't need to. Everyone's like, yeah, Yankees, they're great. (laughs) They last a lot longer than Bath and Body Works candles. Like you're paying more, but like I feel like you're getting more candle for my. Yeah. You know, my I, I would agree. Testing and also, it. I think Bath and Body Works candles don't smell as nice. They don't. They, they smell more f- like I usually for my candle habits, I stick to like anything blue that doesn't smell like anything in particular. Uh-huh. Perhaps water, yeah. even though water doesn't really smell like anything. It's called um, like winter. Or like, winter yeah. Breeze. Or like ocean spray. Ocean linen. Yeah, yeah, that, that I think that is one. <laughs> um, or like any of the green ones that are like tree smelling, yeah. or like yeah. a, a good campfire yeah. woody thing. Those are like those, those are the candles I stick to. Not because it's like those are the most masculine ones, and I need to have a masculine energy when I'm lighting dainty ass little candles in my apartment, but because they smell at least bath and body works and like for shitty cheap candles like the ones that are like kind of like baked good scented or like um floral or fruity all smell like really chemically and they like give me a headache yeah i i get that i enjoy them but i could see why you would feel that way yeah and that's fine uh yankee candles i'm not gonna do anything about it slide in those dms we will Any, do it honestly, for free if you have, we've, already, we've already done it for free, but slide in those DMs and be like, do it again. We will do it for 12 yeah. episodes. Not a dime out of your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just let us do ad breaks to make us seem like we're a big enough podcast that we can do them. And then I we can like charge other illegal. people as long as you don't compare notes amongst each other, which why would you? That can't be illegal. No one's, they're going to look uh, at us and say, oh, they're getting ad breaks. So clearly they're a podcast of value. And yeah. no one asks us how much we're – because if they asked, we would have to say, oh, we're just doing it for free. But if they don't ask, we're not going to tell. Don't ask, don't tell. It's a great policy <laughs> in a lot of ways. Um, no. Um, but the, still, like, you know, I never is- understood why that's a big deal. <laughs> product placement in like movies and stuff like if they don't have the rights to display like coca-cola for example they can't yeah they can't do they, it they can't show the logo or even mention the name so i feel like if we're doing fake ad reads for just large corporations it might be illegal because oh well no i'm not saying we do them f- we're not doing them fake we're getting them to give us the rights to do it for no okay. for nothing they're, they're not paying us to promote their product we're doing it for out of our own free will and out of the goodness of our heart we love it and we don't need money but other companies don't know that we're doing it for free okay all right that's that's the scam gotta get the consent that's what i was worried about it's like well i mean we're getting yankee candles so you're gonna have to cough up a pretty penny because yankee candle they're a big company you know just imagine what they're paying us we're not going to tell you, but imagine. Just think about it. Just think um, about it. And they'll be like, wow, they've got to be paying them at least like $20. I don't know how much ad reads are. Uh, ad reads are like, I don't know, $25 for every 1,000 downloads. So you hmm. could get 
$80. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Anyway, not bad. Um, It's been 15 minutes. I think the people Mm -hmm. that have clickbaited into this episode are uh, deserving of a little discussion. Yeah, so uh, a funny thing happened on a movie set in, in Mexico. It was Mexico, right? Uh, I don't know. I thought that uh, I thought Master of Disguise was filmed in America. Hmm. Where where nine eleven happened during the Turtle Club scene? Was this a reference or bit that I was supposed to pick up on and didn't? No, it's just a funny thing that happened on a movie set. Is Dana Carvey was dressed in the in the turtle club outfit from master of disguise and then he held a moment of silence for the victims of 9-11 on 9-11 oh cool like i had i had one oh no it was not in mexico it was in new mexico very different very different whole extra word and I mean, think of the implications of that extra word. Um, so yeah, uh, Alec Baldwin. Alexander. I looked it up. That is his name. Hmm. Alexander, the not so great because he shot up. Per- I'm not saying he committed murder. I'm not saying that. I am saying that he did kill somebody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's rough. Uh, it is rough. So do you, so what do should we like summer? I mean, everybody knows what happened. Everybody it was a prop knows. gun that he fired thinking, I assume, assume it allegedly thought. Yeah. It was not going to be a murderous it weapon, was, even though it's a gun. Was, and then he was under the impression it was filled with blanks. Um, but my question is why was he aiming it? Unless it was just like, he was gesturing with it, not intending to pull the trigger at all. I'm unaware of yeah. the situation. I, well, I, I think guess... that part is pretty unclear still. Yeah, he could have. Because I was thinking that too. Like, I was like. If he was firing the gun in the scene towards the camera. Yeah. Like it was a POV shot of the villain. Right. Or Yeah, there's something could have been. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you said, like. It could have been on purpose. He could have been like cocking the gun. And then if it was like a revolver or something, he like didn't do it all the way. And then it, it snapped back and then shot. And it just happened to be sort of pointed in the direction of somebody. Um, Which that's no good. I mean, obviously it's not his fault, right? Yeah. It's the prop. I mean, cause it's fault or, or somebody just very, badly fucked up long before yeah. it got into our good close personal friend Alec Baldwin's hands. Um Alec, did nothing wrong. Cast. you don't need to defend yourself. You, need to defend, you don't. You're the only one. <laughs> You're the only one. Matt doesn't get on the cast defend how you you hold spoons. <laughs> Called out doxed. Um, <laughs> I think it's very funny how he holds spoons. Um, it's very it's it's precious. You know, it's so, it's so light. It's, I mean, the, the least amount of effort one could put into holding a spoon. He holds spoons as if he's like sprinkling salt on something. It's, it's like every spoon is a teaspoon, but you're yeah. like, you're going to town on cereal, but you're holding it like it's this dainty little teaspoon. You're scooping in like a little bit of sugar, but not too much, just a little yeah. bit. And that, that kind of, Elegance, I might even say, is is really how that really captures it. I think, yeah, you know? it is elegant. Anyway, anyway, Matt, yeah, Matt, why, why you, you know hold, what to do? How you just gotta hold a spoon like that, man? Come on, uh, it's it's definitely unique. He's gonna be livid that we've done this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't think he'll care actually. <laughs> it's it's but fine. uh yeah. Anyway, good old Alec. Um 
you know, it's it's a complicated situation. I think it's strange that two people were hit. I assume it's yeah. One I do think that bullet. is right. I mean, only uh, one but, was killed though. But yeah, one person dead. The the cinematographer, Helena, mm-hmm. and then the director. Yeah, the yeah the cinematographer. Well, well, yeah, you say her name. Um, I don't know her last name. Helena something. Um. RIP victims, I guess. That sounds right. Yeah. Director Joel Souza. Yeah. But he's he'll probably be fine. Um because I mean if it's it's one one bullet can kill one person, but two people he would fire a fucking sniper round. Two filmmakers, one bullet. Um I've totally lost what I was going to say about anything as a prop master myself. Yeah. Um, I've, I've been on many sets dealing with the ins and outs of acting with firearms, directing with firearms, being a prop master with firearms. I'm very knowledgeable about the subject actually. Yeah. Uh, and the way I it works, it. the way it works is, um, when you're rehearsing, you have a like a rubber gun. They're called yeah, cold like super- guns. Yeah. Um, and they they are unable to fire in any capacity. Uh, and so you only get a real gun, which I don't think you should get. I think it's fine to have a realistic fake gun in a movie. Yeah. I don't think you need to have realistic bullets. Well, I know, um, I know some actors like will just not even play ball yeah. if there's like an actual gun. I think that's smart. like an, on on set. They're like, no, it, if it's real, I'm not, I'm not fucking with that. Yeah. Um, um. So you're not supposed to have it until you're actually filming. Like it's only when. Uh, the director calls action that you have a real gun. And then as soon as it cuts, the prop master comes and he takes it away and checks them and everything. So all these people that I've seen being like Alec Baldwin should have been like checking the, the barrel. I mean, actors are idiots. You you don't, you just like, yeah, (laughs) like he should definitely not be fucking with the gun and like opening the clip or whatever. I don't know what gun it was. I don't know if you can open a clip. It should just um, be handed to him and be like, just do your fucking lines. Yeah. Do what you're supposed to do. Cause you're a robot that just exists to say things and do things in the context of this, Aren't we of all? this medium. Is free will real? I honestly know. Um, <laughs> like we have so little control over anything even ourselves yeah i mean like you can't uh, there's no way of really knowing right yeah until we get like really big computers control your own body the parts of your body that run on their own you can't control them no free will to say you can control the ones that you do control Hmm? exactly you just think you're in control, but you're just you're just a fucking walking algorithm just doing whatever it is to I mean us doing this podcast is just fate in many ways. Um, yeah. Like you know. if the bee knew that humans were gonna take the honey, would he work so hard to get the honey? What do we not um, know that we're working yeah. towards for other people's gain? Like we as people or we just as the two of us doing this podcast? Because I don't think anybody's gaining from this. <laughs> I, I meant uh, the the royal you on a the grander royal. scale. Yes, everybody. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I have a, a Tumblr post about okay. the Alec Baldwin situation uh, that, that is uh, supposedly providing some details that are not in any official reports. So – Normal poster uh, is the person who posted this, okay. uh, and they have a source. Dude, just trust the, me. Yeah, 
<laughs> he said, I'm assuming this is a he. Crew from the set cited poor safety measures and walked off so they were replaced with non-union people who did not know what they were doing. Um, so, yeah. And then they posted like an iPhone conversation screen cap so it says the entire camera crew walked off that morning for that exact reason last night we each wrote resignation letters we cited everything from lack of payment for three weeks taking our hotels away despite asking for them in our deals lack of covid safety and on top of that poor gun safety poor on set safety period we wrote about this exact issue last night and walked this morning because of it that's not in any of the papers they brought in four non-union guys to replace us and try calling the cops on this um and the only people that stayed were the the DP and um, some other guy, Joel. So, no, it wasn't. No, there, this was like a steady cam of the, op, dude. Okay, of the of the crew. Uh, so I guess there apparently there were problems before, and the entire crew left, and then they just kept marching on, and that's what caused the problems because it was just a bunch of idiots working the set. I mean. I guess who's even, if that's true and who's to yeah. say if it is, but if that's true, who would then be responsible? Like who's making these calls? Is it the director? Is it? Yeah. I'm wondering like, because uh, if the studio, uh, I don't know if you are personally in charge of the firearms, right? Who are you complaining to about poor firearm safety? you're like, I'm going to walk off this set because this is unsafe. True. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm sure point. that there is an answer to that, but unless they had, unless the people they had there already didn't know what they were doing, they brought in additional people and they didn't know what they were doing to replace the theoretically good people who walked off the day before. Um, do we even know what movie this is for? Is this movie ever going to come Rust? Out? <laughs> Rust. Um, yeah, I, I don't think that it's going to come out soon, at least. I feel like Alec Baldwin probably going to take a bit of a break. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. He did kill somebody, so he should at least, you know, take a breather, maybe meditate, do some yoga, recenter yeah. his chi, take a vacation a well-deserved vacation after killing somebody. Um, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. <laughs> uh, if you're not fine, come on the show. We'll therapize you. No, a close personal friend out where you do not need to defend yourself. We, it clearly we have was a not your certified call. life coach on the cast. Yeah. I can say some, a few words. <laughs> point you in the right direction of what to do with your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe return to acting on 30 rock. Who's to say? Yeah. Maybe that's what you should do. Maybe uh, so. Only one way to find out. Come on the show. Uh, what so what have you been up to the last uh, week? I have been working hard at the old nice. box factory. That's good. It's fine. Um, I've had no yeah. problems. The The famous racist at the box factory. Uh, I don't know what happened. I did try to convince him to quit. Um, and now he he doesn't work there anymore. So. so it sounds like you just you told him to quit and he's like, good idea. And then he quit. He didn't tell me that he did it at any point. He didn't say like, I thought that we had a bit of a rapport. Um, and now you, you like, and a racist having a rapport that's very interesting. Well, wouldn't be the first time. Mm. Got a podcast, <laughs> coach is not <laughs> what <laughs> I was like, what, what the fuck? Of all the things you. people accuse me of, that is not, <laughs> yeah, that's not one of them. <laughs> if uh, anything, I hate white people, <laughs> and that's fine. That is allowed, that's the allowed yeah. racism. Um, yeah, <laughs> we had a bit of a rapport and then, uh, now he's gone. So I don't know. Could have been fired. Pouring he could have quit, him, I guess. Yeah. Um, 
he said that he was going to release a puzzle game on Steam, so keep your eye out for that. I don't know what it's called. Um, but is if it like you one see, of those porn ones, or is it just a, a regular puzzle game? I believe it's a regular puzzle game. Mm. Um, you should have made it one of the porn ones. You would have made a lot of money. <laughs> yep, probably. Um, That's so sad. Like an escape the room, but it's like how to make a woman come and you have to, <laughs> you have, you have to, to do you're still in a room. <laughs> you're still in a room. You still have, but to, you like, have to like find a key yeah. to the drawer where she keeps her vibrator. <laughs> you know what? This is actually a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> and then she like, then she comes really hard and then like something comes out of her vagina, which is a piece to a different puzzle in the room. And then you, yeah, yeah. it's a whole thing. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Making her come is only part of it. Yeah. You still have to escape the room. It's just, there's that <laughs> piece that's just kind of there every single time. <laughs> Some you know fucking adult game studio. Get in touch with us. We'll, we'll we co-direct. Will, we'll I will make you do, a lot of money. <laughs> I will do um, the music and I will choose the color palette. What do I do? You write it. Am I just, am I, yeah, I'm a <laughs> writer and director. <laughs> you write and direct this escape the room video game. Yeah. Um, really the, the, hit, the modern Hideo Kojima. Have you ever, have what, you ever seen what art style would sell room? more? Um, hmm. I was going to say, have you ever seen an escape the room? That's like a first person 3d, but definitely that exists. Um, this I mean, there's a, there's a, a gameplay segment in, uh, Danganronpa I've, two. I've seen, which, um, like actual just escape that. the room games that have that. I forget what yeah. they're called, but, uh, I have seen Where all the them, so. zero escape games. Those are all, escape the room but with visual novel storytelling elements so they're they're good for me and bad for for you as somebody who hates stories I in, hate in his games oh boy and these games are convoluted um i i have no interest in it i'm just i don't want a single cutscene in any video game yeah or dialogue tree give me a dialogue tree i'm out you're out. I'm out. I say the wrong thing so frequently in my own life. I don't want to have the option of two out of three say the wrong thing in a video game. <laughs> That's what quick saves are for. And you just go back. Unless it's one of those games where you can't. That's pretty. Those are fun. Um, makes That's you feel awful. like your actions have consequences. Uh, speaking of actions of consequences. Uh-oh. Have you heard of the Nebraska uh, grain elevator operator? Max Hoskins? Not, not the one. No, I haven't. Um, I don't think I've heard of anybody from Nebraska, period. <laughs> New Nebraska. Uh, October 22nd. Quite recent. Not that old Nebraska. Oh, um, wow. That happened yesterday. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Current events, baby. We're on top of it. Yeah. I'm not sure that this is as big a story as the Alec Baldwin thing, but close. Um, yeah. I think this happened the 21st, perhaps. Um, I don't have the pertinent information unless I look at it as the 21st. Okay. It was Thursday. Um, so this man, Max Hoskinson, uh-huh. He worked at a grain elevator in Superior, Nebraska. That's the city. And they fired him. Unknown reason. Oh, no. I've I've looked into it. Cannot and? find a cannot find uh, a reason why he was fired. Still unknown. Okay. I thought you were like still I did unknown. I did the hard I, work and I found out why. But you didn't. I've no. It it is not public. Okay, that's fine. Uh, he's 61, which at that point hmm. when you're getting fired, I'm like, just 
just retire, but I assume that was not an option. One way or the other. You know? Yeah. Um, so he was fired mm-hmm. in the morning, believe it or not. Oof. Hey, get, get out of the day. 9 a.m., dude. I'd, it'd be like, why'd you just fire me yesterday? Like, why'd you make me come in? <laughs> Getting fired on a Thursday? You get Weird. fired on Fridays. Fridays are when you get fired, typically. Yeah. Folks, if you're yeah. getting an impromptu meeting on a Friday, you're just go you might be getting fired. Fun fact. Just don't go. Just quit before the meeting. <laughs> no matter what, even if it might actually be a good thing, just quit. Yeah. Could be a raise. Raises also happen on Fridays. Um, no. I, I worked at a job once um, where they would fire people during lunch. Like you're on your lunch break and they would be like, Hey, can I talk to you for a second? And they're like, just leave. You need to leave mm-hmm. now. So like at, when you come back from lunch, there's like four people that just aren't there anymore. Very weird. That is uh, weird. So anyway, Max Hoskinson, 61 lost his job. Whoops. Where'd my job go? Um, <laughs> Dude, and- where's my job? Yep. So yep. 2 p.m. rolls around. He's gone home. And then 2 p.m. rolls around. He comes back. This time, he's got a handgun. Ooh. Um, Where's the prop master here? <laughs> he's the puppet master. Um, he Ooh. shot three people. Okay. Killed, killed one of them. Hmm. Um, it's not, that's not a good ratio. Well, he killed one of them on scene. Another one died in the hospital and then a third, a third one will be fine. Um, Mm. my condolences. Yeah. And then, uh, on this spree, which I assume was intended for more than three people. Um, another employee went into, a nearby office of this grain elevator and -hmm. took a shotgun out of this office. (laughs) Sick. (laughs) Which like (laughs) seems like a video game. Like, yeah, you go into the boss's office where there's a shotgun and ammo. Yeah. It seems Um, like an OSHA violation to just have a shotgun at work. It's definitely not relevant to your job. Like, if you're not working at the shotgun factory, why do you have a shotgun at your job? Can you take your own personal gun for protection if you work at the shotgun factory? So be like, I always wear my gun. The gun stays on. It has to be company branded, though. Like, you can't bring in. (laughs) Bring in a Smith & Wesson to the shotgun factory? Yeah. Get the fuck that's out how you get. get that's how you get fired. And then you come back at two p.m. And then when you do get fired, everyone just has their shotguns like pointed at the guy. They'd be like, "You gonna try something?" That would. And then I if they do like... try something, then they they get really fired. You know, mm. they get lit True. up. True. Um, so yeah, True Max chains. Hoskinson got lit up by this shotgun. Died on scene. Um, that's, you know, that's basically this story. It is sad. It's just a very small town, Nebraska. Just a grain elevator. Um, Wow. And these are, these are the kinds of stories that you won't hear on other true crime podcasts. Let me tell you. Definitely. You will not hear this on serial because it's not about Adnan. (laughs) (laughs) They really do it. A podcast about one crime. And that's, um, you know what? There, there's room for everybody to have a podcast about crimes. We have our thing. Everybody else all does their thing. That's all exactly the same. But we're different. If you're, listen, if you're listening, <laughs> you could do a true crime podcast and you can have your own gimmick. Make it a good yeah. true crime podcast. <laughs> it's never it hasn't been, been done, done before. before. Got him. Yeah. And we get Oof. to say that because we're talking about ourselves also. So yeah. it's woke. 
um, self-deprecating. Yeah, we're reclaiming being a bad podcast. <laughs> Uh, um, which is another thing that you won't get on other true crime podcasts. They're always up their own reclaiming. butt about stuff. They, and they're oh, always jacking themselves off about a murderer. Yeah, we're good. We're solving this crime. Shut up, dude. Yeah. Just. You ever going to hear get your Kendall, hand out of your pants? You ever going to hear Kendall Jenner on. Third. Don't and don't even get us started on big and small businesses. The other podcasts don't even talk about that. <laughs> no one's talking about that. Um, Hell, I don't think a true crime podcast is even going to talk about Alec Baldwin because technically we don't really know what not. happened yet. <laughs> Wicked South and Africa they like to- <laughs> is never going to be talking about Alec Baldwin. <laughs> no. <laughs> Folks, check out Wicked South Africa. It's kind of good. That was that one podcast that was like collab, and they're like, what? Right? Yep. That's That's the one. Um, (laughs) It's a podcast based in South Africa, and he only talks about um, paranormal crimes. Pretty interesting. Yeah. That's a thing that I. Hasn't been done before. That's a thing that I have no knowledge of. South Africa or the paranormal or crime. Yeah, I was like, we don't know what we're talking about either. I mean, we don't have knowledge of any of this stuff. Um, have you read Dune? I have not. Uh, are you going to see the move, the new movie? Or No, no I don't watch movies. Yeah. Uh, dude, I I talked about it in the bonus episode, but... I know. The the more I more I sit on it, the more I'm like, man, I didn't like that. <laughs> this is a movie for like actual autistic people. I'm like too maybe I'll like not it. autistic for it. I don't know, man. It I, I feel like you had to have read the book in order to like really appreciate anything going on. Cause other than that, it's just like Yeah, it's in the desert. That's cool. But you know. Have you I saw the, the French dispatch movie? this morning? No, I have not. I'll see old movies. Saw the French Dispatch today. That was very good. I I had a fun time. So that's your coach recommendation of the week. Go see the French Dispatch, directed by Wes Anderson, uh, starring a whole lot of people, namely Timothy Chardonnay. More compelling in the French Dispatch than he is in Dune. Not even. Not even saying that ironically. Um, Tilda Swinton. We all love Tilda. Yeah. yeah. Um, Leah Saido. If I'm pronouncing her last name correctly. Perhaps. Uh, she's naked a lot in that movie, actually, for, for the part that she's in. Um, so, you know. Good to know. Ethan, I saw, I saw you just tweet her name. So... You should go see the movie, I, I'm assuming. Um, way to go, yeah. Ethan. Friend of the show, yeah, way Ethan. Way to go. Friend of the show, Ethan. Come, get on the podcast defense. Why, why are you just tweeting a girl's name? Come on, man. Uh, that's simp behavior, if you ask it, me. Which I, would ne- which I would never do. <laughs> You've never asked twice. me. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, what else? What have you been what have you been up to? We haven't really spoken. We didn't even do our our midweek thing twice Check now. It. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I've been on my vacation sort of, so I haven't really been doing a whole lot. Um, relaxing. Uh, watched The Bachelorette, which was uh actually not bad. Uh, there was an Italian guy on it. Um. Mm-hmm. Not like Italian American, uh, but he was he was pretty funny, um, and the, the the lead Michelle I think is a, a cool chick, um, so I look forward to continuing to watch it. Um, when is see. Tornado TN gonna get a dating show? Well, here's the here's the fun thing about that she already did. <laughs> But she's in, in a past existent. Well, well, here's the thing about dating shows. 
much like my my stint on the apps, it's all the results are all temporary. Um, nothing lasts forever, which is very Buddhist, you know. I mean, like the the, the Buddhist monks in Tibet, they're doing their mandalas out of sand. In many ways, that's how I I treat dating apps uh, and, and relationships, you know. And I I form no attachments. I, I draw the little sands, and then um, they ghost me, which is like the sand being swiped clean. And then, um, but I'm but I, you know, I'm in control. I'm in, I'm driving the car. That's fine. Um, I did have a date Thursday, a little brunch date, um, which was cool. Um, What'd you order? Got we got crepes. Well, we got a we shared a crepe, and we got some. Sweeter, savory, sweet. Good pick. Well, they're both good. She was like, she was like, I'm picky, and I'm like, thought she was just like, she didn't like savory crepes. So I'm like, fair enough. Like they're fine, but I prefer the sweet ones. I think the sweet flavor profile is more enjoyable in in crepe form, right? Um, yeah. Than the other way around. And then I was like, well, like when you're say you're picky, like what? What do you mean by that? And she's like, "Well, um, I don't, I don't do any beef um, mm-hmm. or any seafood. Um, I don't do pasta. Um, okay. I do pizza once in a blue moon." And I was like, mm-hmm. "Okay, so what? Like, what do you eat?" And um, so it's like chicken nuggets, grilled chicken salad. She'll get a Caesar salad, but, but without the dressing. Four. <laughs> no, she's 27. <laughs> she doesn't drive um because of anxiety. And you know what? I'm not gonna that's, share that's my fine. opinions with, about that on Mike. Um <laughs> I don't drive because of anxiety. So that's true. That's true. That um, is true. It's a true fact about myself. And it's fine. And I'm not gonna do anything about it because I can't. And who's to say if I could, if I, I would, but I can't, so it doesn't matter. Um, I got a massage last night. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the lady afterwards, she told me my back was really fucked up, which, uh, fair. Um, and I still hurt. Um, Massages hurt, man. It seems like a bad massage. No, I mean, cause she was like, she was like getting rid of knots and stuff, but it's just like, my back was so tight that she basically only worked on my back because she only had an hour and the back took up the whole damn thing. And I um, go back. <laughs> I, I mean, I do, but like in a couple weeks when my back is recovered, um, cause boy, it's, uh, it's not doing too good. I'm sorry to hear that. I'm That's fine. very distracted reading Tornado TN's Wikipedia page. It's, I mean, it's a nightmare, man. She's a nightmare lady. Did you know her family were Vietnamese boat people? Uh, that actually sounds familiar. I feel like I did read that, you know, a million years I feel ago. Like, when, I uh, feel like it's weird to say the phrase Vietnamese boat people. <laughs> that does sound weird. a little. It sounds uh, like, uh, like the, the cleaned up version that like Johnny Carson would say when he was being racist on TV. Yeah. It's just like, it's a dog whistle term in my opinion. Apparently she's allergic to alcohol, which is why her name was Tila tequila. That was why it was named that allegedly. According to her friends. I'm allergic to alcohol, so I'm going to make my name alcohol. Well, it's sense. like if you're if you're like six foot eight and people call you tiny or something. I mean, but no one's done that in. in... Yeah, she's forty. Okay, yeah, I forget that she's an old old broad. She's thirty nine. Relax. Oh, okay, sorry. She's very young. Younger than I am. It's true. Uh, when she was 16, she experienced a drive-by shooting. And then... I'm sure later, that explains a lot. And then the next year, she 
became pregnant and then had a miscarriage. Mm. It's a rough life. Those are only two of the many, many events on this. On this <laughs> She's Wikipedia. had a lot of events. And you know After what? I, I, in this case, iron did not sharpen iron. <laughs> she just got worse. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, after expressing her support of Adolf Hitler and making anti-Semitic <laughs> and white nationalist comments, she was expelled from Celebrity Big Brother. Um, so, you know, a little bit of a misstep. Nice. nice. Um, which, look, come on the show. Let's talk about it. Be on the defense a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know it's 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 not great. It's not a great look for you. No. But we're both. But I mean, she's had such a rough fans. life. We're both big yeah, fans. Huge, huge fan of Tila Tequila Shot of Love. What a program! Um, really formative to my my youth, I would say. It's very weird um, that that was on TV. Like yeah. I was watching commercials for that. I never watched the show, but I did see pretty outrageous commercials um, as a child. It was, yeah, it was, it was a outrageous show. I mean, I would never like choose to watch it, but like you'd be flipping through the channels. You'd see something on VH one that would be like, okay. And then you just end up watching like multiple hours of like the dumbest shit ever. Cause you're like, it's like a weekend or you're like fucking homesick yeah. or something. Yeah, Much in the way like, you would get stuck watching a comedy central movie. Yeah. Like, like let's go to prison, which is good. It's a great film. Great film. You should watch it regularly. This is to the audience. <laughs> yeah. Cause we already do. Before we every time we record, you don't know this, do. but before every time we record, we watch all of Let's Go to Prison. We have a talk about it, see if our opinions change. Spoiler, they never do. And then we do the episode. So really, we could be talking about Dax a whole lot more than we currently do. And Let's Go to Prison. And so we're, we kind of tone it back a lot. We uh, for a lot for the audience. Yeah. And then and then we sort of do like a <laughs> as a cool down after the episode, we will do a script reading of like our our most recent favorite scene from a Dax Shepard yeah. film. I, I usually between play, the two of us, who yeah, who, who do we usually play? I usually play uh, Seth Green in Without a Battle, and you play yeah. Dax Shepard. I play yeah, it's basically, <laughs> yeah. We're not reading the same <laughs> scripts. We're just yeah talking at each other. At the lights, it it's a good exercise. Honestly, we should do it before we do the podcast. Now that I think about it, it would make more sense to yeah. do it before and then wind down with a movie. But you know, I mean, this is how you get that good anti chemistry is is our unique process. And, and this is just a little peek behind the scenes, a little peek behind that creative formula that I know you all have come to to love begrudgingly. Um, but yeah, how I many mean, people don't say don't say we're not generous. How many people have Stockholm syndrome themselves into this podcast? I mean, I feel like that's a lot of podcasts, honestly. <laughs> like you just <laughs> yeah. listen to one long enough, and you're like, yeah, I'll just keep listening. I guess I maybe like yeah. these people. Um, it's like inertia is so powerful, dude. It, like it goes right back to us all being algorithms, man. It's true. It's fucking true, dude. I mean, how many people end up in like relationships that they're like whatever about just because like they're that's just what they've been doing. So I guess they're just going to stick with it. Yeah, they're like, well, I've been doing it's this like, for a long time, therefore it's good. Yeah, and we're like, well, it's just too it's too much work to to find a new bay at this age. No, but no, you should. That's how Max Be Hoskins noble. was feeling before he. <laughs> got fired and he's like i had so much inertia 
and then and then all that inertia was all that built up energy and force and it he used it you know he did use it sometimes you don't want you want to keep the inertia where it is you don't want to move a boulder that's firmly in place because it'll sometimes it'll roll out of control you know so that's a little life lesson that's a little a moral uh for for our new listeners who are not necessarily used to being life coached while they're listening to a true crime podcast but welcome to bad boy crimes we did it. <laughs> follow us on twitter <laughs> uh yep I don't that's know. I, I don't, that's that's the episode. Do you, yeah. Any any? We just did parting thoughts. Any any plugs? Uh, I think I might release some Pokemon videos in the future. So maybe I'll go edit something after this. Because um, I have you like say that a lot, and then you, and you I don't. Just, well, I, then I forget because I'm like oh, I should play Pokemon Unite or Final Fantasy 14, and then I'm like, oh, it's time to go to bed. <laughs> And, yeah, uh, it gets me every time. <sighs> Video games, the silent killer. They're fun. Something. I mean, God, imagine if I didn't have video games. Poof. You would only have this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Similar that... to me. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't play. Yeah, you have games. a wife. I have video I games. Play. In many ways, they're the same thing. Um, That's a joke. That was a bit. For those who would be upset at me for saying that, clearly I'm joking. Now, see, now have I have a tone, there. and that would upset that would upset some people. So I, I retract everything that I said. Um, Women are like video games and <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> That, yeah, no, that's also. Uh, I didn't. I didn't mean to imply that either. Okay. Because <laughs> you play both of them. <laughs> that's that's a strong implication. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because they're both multiplayer. <laughs> I don't know what yeah. that means. I think it uh, does that imply I'm like getting cucked. I don't know. Um, dude, that was uh, my I, intention, but yeah. That's Close fine. personal friend of uh, the podcast. And by podcast, I mean me and personal friend. I mean, um, traitorous individual <laughs> posted a lot of Instagram stories recently. And you know what? I'm just, I'm getting sharper and sharper. Let me tell you. And I'm like, this is fine. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I'll look at it right now. It doesn't fucking bother me. We gotta have this individual on the show. <laughs> no. What would it take? What would it take? Get get this individual on the Doug Zone. That would be funny. <laughs> well, the ball is in your court. It's not in my court. I mean, I'd give it like Matt like and Julian Matt- Doug Zone. The full reign, if they want to bring this person on as a guest, they can do it. That I've given them my blessing. I think it would be funny. It's up to them. Matt Dugzone specifically, if you're listening, you have the power to make this happen. Um, so do it. Well, actually, Jillian could just, well, eh, 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 whatever. Um, point is, Matt Dugzone, make it happen. Um, it'll be inside baseball for basically everyone other than me. Um and that's just the way I like it. Um, Great. So that's the episode. Uh, Matt Digzoni. All right. How are you uh, just going to hold a spoon like that? <laughs> Matt, look up a tutorial. Look up an e-how article on how to hold a spoon. Spoon. <laughs> Love those illustrations. <laughs> If there There's isn't one. one, I think you should do your homework and make one. Who yeah. does those? Who who writes eHow? Honestly. Doug Walker, perhaps. Does anybody? They just let anybody do it? Perhaps. Maybe you um, have to be I, accredited. 
Now, this is where the podcast gets interesting. Let's cut the first hour and start here. <laughs> well, Who does eHow articles, folks? How about Kendall no. Jenner? <laughs> <laughs> folks, we'll see you. We'll see you next time.